People of the Plannerverse, welcome to episode 22 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse with me, the illustrious Karina Tovmasian, and my co-host, Steve Morton. Hiya, Steve. Hello. How you doing? You okay? Mm. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you participating here. All right. <laughs> We do have a podcast to record. Oh, yeah. All right. I was just adjusting <laughs> yeah, the volume yeah. a little it, it bit. It requires so. speaking. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, today's episode is one that I hold very near and dear to my heart because of the injustices I have suffered being victim of printers that don't want to print, papers that don't want to roll out, inks that want to spill everywhere, and the horrible muck that happens when someone says, hey, why don't you print your own inserts for a change? And I just <laughs> give them this glaring look and say, no, you have no idea. The result of World War III will happen in my office, and I just don't have that time for that. I run my own business, and that means I wear several hats. And if someone were to tell me that I have to print my own inserts, I think I'd rather poke forks in my eyeballs. Um, <laughs> it's not how I've had like a lovely. Says, it's that easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to say that, but <laughs> I, I just want to preface our little conversation here so that everyone knows the angst I have and hopefully those of you that have the same angst can rally behind me and listen with 10 ears to hear what Steve has to say because I have a lovely lady named Brenda Gardner who does my printing for me and God bless her if it wasn't for her I'd be running around trying to figure out how everything works um, Steve please why should I even bother printing my own inserts can you give me a reason why so why print your own inserts? Mm, yeah. Thanks. Mm. Um, start, good starting <laughs> point is we see a lot of people who say, I'm looking for such and such a type insert. Right. And I can't find the sort of layout I want. If you think sort of logically now for a little minute, inserts break down into sort of day, week, month, year being the divisions of yeah. time after all said and done um, you do get variations on those of course um, so that's the sort of starting point if you like as to which one which sort of division of time do you require to be able to see at any one time do you require to be able to see just one day or two days or possibly four days if you go two days um, on a page or the full week in one view. Um, when we say view, we mean on two pages, by the way. Um, or do you want um, just a week per page or month per page or month on two pages? And, and so on. it just goes on and on. And all those sort of variations, um, there, is only, there is a limit to how many ways you can cut the cake, as it were. Um, <laughs> I've tried several ways, I must admit. And, what people find, and as I've found in the past, mm -hmm. is you naturally fall into one type of layout more than another. Okay. So if you get looking at pre-printed inserts, you will most probably find out there a layout that might meet your needs. 
but there is always something that you don't like about it. Indeed. <laughs> it doesn't start on a Sunday, or it doesn't start on a Monday. I even had someone who requested a Thursday start. Wow. I don't. I can't remember the reason why she wanted. They probably Thursday want to group start, their entire but... weekend together, have the Friday, Saturday, Sunday as one yeah. component, and then the rest of the work week. Well, they didn't want specific days even in the planner. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So that's if you have slightly odd requirements, that's a, the best reason I can think of to um, print your own. Um, inserts because mm -hmm. you can actually tailor the thing exactly to your requirements that way. I know I use the DIY fish inserts and I absolutely love them. I think in my world they are the premier inserts to use if you're trying to get ahead with with seeing so many different types of views on one one shot. Mm. Yes, Steve. I'm also including here, of course, um, inserts that have already been pre-designed and you're just downloading a pdf file mm, to then okay. print yourself so okay so we, we will cover so, both sort of things so great. whether you're actually designing them yourself or whether you're taking someone else's hard work and downloading it and then printing it so that includes the file effectsy ones yep where we've already done all that work for you but we'll go on, move on later, I'm sure, into the actual design. If you want to go that stage further to start customizing things. And so um, just a quick, uh, before we get into any deeper, just a, can you give me a quick uh, interpretation of which software uh, someone would need to be able to manipulate these documents? In most cases, where you've bought a sort of pre-designed form, it's going to arrive as PDF. You're unlikely right. to get it in a Word file because you've paid money for it. In the case of the Filofaxy ones, you can download the Word version or the PDF okay. or the source files to create your own even. Now, in the case of the Filofaxy ones, you need uh, Microsoft Word and Microsoft Excel okay. to, to, to do whatever. Um, and that applies to Windows and Mac. It works on both. They Perfect. won't. Our source files won't work on things that are compatible with. So OpenOffice won't work because it doesn't do the same mm. mail merging business and whatever. And it won't work on um, Apple Pages either. You can print off the the stock file. You know, if the the pre-merged file from these others, but you can't create your own from the source okay. files because it uses Microsoft merge codes okay. and stuff. But that's we're getting a bit deep if we start. Yeah, well, I just I know that's a general generic question that comes yeah. up, and I know I've I've been wondering what so what software really do I need? So it really comes down to a PDF manipulator, something like an Adobe yeah. Acrobat Pro, yeah, or, or a Microsoft Office Suite. Or and, just and then, ordinary Acrobat Reader will do it in most cases. If you you can adjust to... with just the reader. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh well, that's good to know. Just if you've got a preset PDF file and you just want to print it out. Whatever PDF software you already have will most probably work. Okay, right. So then run me through what I will need as far as a checklist goes. I'm, I've decided I'm going to go to filofaxi.com and download my inserts from there. Um, what do I need to print my own inserts? A printer, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and paper. Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> um, if you're on the paper, in we'll get to paper in a second because paper is a, an issue in itself. Mm. Um, 
you might need to have a some sort of rotary trimmer or cutter of okay. some description to cut the paper to the right size if it isn't already the right size you're going to use okay. it in um and a punch a hole punch now some people get by with a single hole punch but when you've got a diary insert to do and it could be what 100 odd pages right it could get a bit inaccurate and if you're a little bit ocd like some of us you want all your holes to line up don't you so yeah i kind of noticed the that in the planner community punch. we have quite a few obsessive compulsive mm. people with a disorder that really bothers them including myself and that would be horrible to not get your holes lined up properly yeah. when trying to punch so, multiple sheets a six hole punch in whichever size or nine hole punch if you're using desk racks hurrah for the hurrah. desk racks people. we mustn't forget desk racks <laughs> um, b5 for the win that helps and really it's a one-off investment if if you're going to do this you know, if you get over the the angst of doing the printing yourself right and the trouble is is for most people you only do it once a year so there's lots of things to forget between now and 12 months time um <laughs> If if you do sort of embark on doing this just for yourself, right. um, and it's maybe only once every 12 months, the investment in a cutter and a punch, we're not talking lots of money here, but it just makes life a lot easier. And especially if you're going to do other inserts as well, not just diary inserts. If you want to do, do like... Use I, a, did you use a guillotine cutter or a... Uh, I got used a rotary, rotary one. Rotary cutter? Okay. Yeah. They Although I tend ones. towards buying the paper in the correct size these days. That, that's very helpful. I'm not too good at getting things lined up, I'll be honest. Um, there's <laughs> nothing more annoying than paper that's not all equal. Well, and then your blade gets dull and it does it, it's only cut three quarters of what you want. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll need the printer, I'll need the rotary cutter, I'll need a hole punch, and I'll need a paper. Yeah? Yep. Okay. And so which kind of printer? Let's talk about this because right, there's. Printers. A, Oh, God, it's out there, isn't it? It's, it's just so many to somewhere. pick from. Obviously, one that's going to work with your computer, be it mm. Mac or Windows or whatever. Um, inkjets are fine. So are lasers. There's no real sort of, you know, you must have a separate printer. But I've already got this printer. Well, that's fine. You know, use the one you've got if you already have a printer. Printers, you don't necessarily, I don't know of people that use them a great deal these days. Um, most people tend to transfer as much as they can electronically, I realise. It's not like you're printing every single thing off, every single email you receive, you print and you put it in right. the file. I think we, most of us got out of that habit some years well, ago. Well, th the issue I ran into, Steve, is that I had gotten a Canon printer, and I'm going to refer to them as bottom feeders or top feeders just so that you understand what I'm talking about. The Canon is a bottom feeder where there, there's a pull-out tray, you load the paper mm. in, you slam the tray back in, and out comes the paper over the top of the I printer. And then I have an HP OfficeJet 100 mobile printer, which is a top feeder. So mm. you have this little... Um, slot that you kind of push your paper through and out it comes down the bottom of the printer. Yeah. When I tried feeding personal sized inserts into the Canon bottom feeder, it got so jammed up that I had to take it to a professional printer shop to have it undone. That's how bad it was. Which brings yes. me to my next little thing. About yes. If you're if you have an existing printer or you're about to purchase a new printer 
what should you look for? Yes, please. One thing that I've done in the past, and it doesn't necessarily work for every single brand and every single model, is to download the user manual for the printer you're thinking of buying and look through the manual for the specifications of the printer. This is getting a little bit technical here, but yeah, we're, we in, we're interested in... They, they sometimes refer it as media handling because printers can handle different media. It's not sure. just paper. It can be transparencies and card Fo- and Photographs and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the things that we're interested in knowing, if and if it's not in the manual, contact the manufacturer and ask them, what is the minimum page size that your printer can feed? Because that's the problem you've had is it didn't, it's mostly too small uh, right. for it to actually feed the, the page. And what, what are the um, weight of the paper? Each sheet of paper has mm. a weight. So very thin paper is very lightweight. Card is very heavyweight, obviously. Um, so think about what you're going to feed through the thing. Now, most printers will handle up to a certain weight fairly well, but they get a bit fussy about lightweight paper quite often. Right. So the Tomo Well, and Rubo that's what paper. I ran into. I yeah. saw the Canon had the adjustable paper tray mm. where it would handle B5, A5, and so on, and it ha- it adjusted itself just fine to fit the personal size sheets. Mm. So I said, well, if it's adjusting for it, then that must mean that it can mm. take it. But no, probably because it was too thin then, yeah. it, it chewed up the sheet. When paper goes through, uh, this here's the difference you will have between using an inkjet and using a laser. Inkjet is a cold process, more or less. Mm-hmm. The paper doesn't get charged and therefore doesn't get heated up. So when you feed paper through a laser printer, it gets the actual paper itself comes out quite warm if you've ever yes. used one that on small or thinnish paper tends to curl the paper you'll uh-huh. notice a definite curl to the paper after it's come out so what i end up doing if i've done printed one side and then i want to print the other uh-huh. is to take the paper out and stack the thing and then stick it under a big heavy book for a couple of hours so the paper restores back to its room temperature I see. and flattens out again hopefully and then you feed it through the second time and hopefully that sort of levels things off quite neatly. well that's interesting because i've used both uh, laser and inkjet and i only use inkjet right now and i'm struggling because when i go have to go back to buy ink the price of the ink is equivalent mm-hmm. to the price of the printer. Yeah. And so why should I bother buying ink? I can just buy a brand new it's, printer. It's, it's the equivalent um, of the razor blade tax. Yeah, yeah. But I did notice that what you gain with the laser printer, yes, it does curl your paper, mm. but you get a lot more use out of that toner cartridge. Yeah. And as particularly if it's just a black and white one, for mm. example. Um, I like to have color on my sheets. That's why yeah. I go crazy with the DIY. But... Um, I think that's something to consider. I also went to the local staple shop here recently and I asked them about the different printers. Apparently now they have printers like Epson who will supply you with ink 
as part of the process of having purchased their printer mm. and they it's like i don't know you pay an extra hundred dollars or something for the printer at the moment of purchase but that will guarantee you ink for the rest of the year and yeah. they have a, a, a system by which you deliver those cartridges to the office shop and they fill it up or they will mail it to you or whatever it is but that's a third type of hybrid type of printer that's coming mm. out now and I certainly, think the companies are on to the fact that these damn cartridges cost so much. Mm. Certainly when you're looking into buying a new printer, look at the price of the consumables that you're going to end up using. Right. You know, the, the actual cartridges, sometimes the actual heads, because sometimes you've got separate ink cartridges for all the different colors and then separate heads that are actually separate to the actual cartridge itself. Right. And those things can be quite expensive. But okay, you don't need to change them often, but... So, oh, so then which model do you use? We use Hewlett-Packard because um, I've had a lot of experience with HP printers over the years and they work with Macs instantly. There's no need to install mm -hmm. extra drivers and stuff like that. Um, do you have a laser or a inkjet? Oh, so you have two, two printers. Well, yeah. we have three actually in total. Three. <laughs> one, two, three printers. Yeah, it's one of them things. But um, this year, I, I, even I have problems occasionally printing things. Puts hand up. It, you know, I'm not excluded from this problem um, because I was using a different printer to normal and I discovered that it was printing stuff back to front in the reverse ah. order. Yeah. And I got caught out by this thing, didn't I? Oh, Big boy. Big time. Um, but another thing I found, and this is something to bear in mind with um, inkjet versus laser. With inkjet, where I was, was using friction pens, when you go to rub out your friction pen writing on an inkjet printed insert, it smudges the inkjet lines where it doesn't do wow. that on laser. So I stopped wow. using friction this year because of that problem. But Yet one more thing to think about. One more thing yeah. to think about, yeah. So if you've got an existing printer, do a test print and use the pen that you use um, with the paper you're going to use and the printer just to make sure that everything's hunky-dory before you go into this big 50-odd yeah. page print or whatever it is. Right, um, do a couple of so, test prints so first. So what would you recommend if I want to get started on designing my own inserts or adjusting the ones that I've downloaded? What's mm. what's the first thing I need to look at? Right. So there's a few little um, things that you need to bear in mind. If you're you now we're primarily talking ring bound organizers here. Yes. But the same rules sort of apply. If you're doing um, pages for a, a traveler's notebook booklet type thing, where okay. you actually create a booklet. And that is to remember the margins um, around the edge of the page. Now, where the actual um, binding is, in the case of a TN, it's the sort of the, the left-hand side on, on the first page sort of thing, right-hand side on the second page and what have you. Um, that side needs to have a bigger margin, and that's the same with rings, than the outer. So we're, we're talking inner and outer edge, not left and right. Here. Right. 
So you have to adjust your margins to suit. Typically, and I'm sort of pulling figures off the top of my head, you have about a one and a half centimetre margin on the inside edge and about a sort of centimetre on the right-hand edge. And then top and bottom okay. margins, sort of again, about a centimetre to top, sometimes as much as a one and a half centimetres at the bottom. Now, the bottom margin, the, the one at the bottom of the page, might sound large, but a lot of printers can't print lower than about a centimetre from the bottom mm. of the page because it has to feed the paper through somehow. Got yeah? it. So it can't actually... Okay. You can, sometimes if you try and reduce your margin, it says, uh-uh, doesn't compute, fix the right. margins, and all of a sudden it's jumped back again to 1.44 or something weird sort of figure. It's because it can't actually print below that line because it's actually got to feed the paper through somehow. Okay. Um, with so we're actually creating a hack here for uh, yeah. psyching out the tolerances of printers as yeah. they need to feed so the paper. When you're sort of using wh whichever software you're using, um, you have to use sort of mirrored margins. So that means it, it's one way on one page of odd space pages, evens, it's flicks to, to the other side. So it, it shifts Right, left, so you get right, the mirror left. image, in other words. It's yeah. large words, small on the other side. It, it sort of reverses, but yeah, equal it just keeps, on the other side. As, yep. as you go down, scroll down through the document, you'll notice the things going left, right, left, right, left, right, all the way down through yep. the document. The other little golden rule, and this one escaped me for a few years, was if you've got a view on two pages, let's say it's a week on two pages, the very first page of this document that you've created has to be a blank page. And you okay. must print the blank page. Think <laughs> about it. Page one of the document, hold on a minute, page one would be a right-hand page. Therefore, oh, yes, yes. when we turn the page over to page two, an even page, that's now a left-hand page. And then right. an odd page is on the right hand of, of the view we're seeing. So if we've got a right. week per view, we need to effectively skip one page to get into the sync. With the so thing. we have otherwise to have a page zero. Up, otherwise you end up with Monday to Wednesday on one side of the page. You flick the turn right. the page over and you've got Thursday through to Sunday on the other side. And you go, no. And then you go on yeah. to the facing page and it goes Monday to Wednesday again, you think, hold on a minute, there's something not quite right here. So you count the blank page as a zero, and zero is taking the place of an no. even number here. So, no, the blank page at the front of the document is page one. Oh, it, it is. It yeah, is page one. It is page one okay. of your document as well. It's page one of okay. the print as well. Now, what you can do, of course, on that very page one of your week per view uh, mm -hmm. diary, whatever, is... Add a year calendar or some other title or something. So you've got something there, but it's fine mm. if it's just a blank page. It doesn't matter if it's a blank page, but it, you must print. What you mustn't do is go into the document and say print two to whatever, missing out page one because then it'll all oh, end up I see. back to You always front. want to start off on the odd. And now I guess that would be one way of testing. Yeah, you could just do a quick 
test to see、mm. if your entire section is going to come out, and start with an odd number and end on an even,、yes. so that you can get the full range of how、yeah. that would show. So I could do, for example, pages one through eight. Yeah. And get a good test to see how that would、mm. run. And if it doesn't run well, then now I've, I haven't ruined the entire、yeah. ream of paper I've got stuffed into、and、my printer. If your printer doesn't duplex, i.e., doesn't print both sides, and it's unlikely to print duplex on pages less than the normal full size, so you're going to、okay. have to do this manually. So you're going to have to send it through to print all the odd pages first, restack the paper. Into the right order and the right way up to put it back in the printer to print the even side. Now,、uh, panic! Hold on, because some right because you have to know which way your printer spits out paper. Over and come back out again, don't yeah,、they? right. Oh, we've all done this. The little trick、yes. there is to put a little pencil mark、yep. at the top right-hand corner, facing upwards on your stack of paper. Do your little test print of pages one to eight, and see where the pencil mark is. Has it come out on the the printed page, or is it on the reverse side of the printed page? Right. So you then know which way the paper's got to be stacked to go back in again. Now、right. I can't give you any hard and fast rules for this because. <laughs> You get some real funny ones, you know. Even in this in this office alone, with the three different HP printers, some of them feed in and then go over, and that's fine. So the fa- facing upside gets printed. Right. The laser takes it from the nearest side and goes the opposite way. <laughs> it just goes、wow. through like an S shape. Uh, and, you know, yeah, that's、uh, probably where it gets wonky. Yeah, because、yeah. you don't know which side it's going to come on, and then you don't want to risk it. The other thing is, is, it will be different if you fed it in through the envelope tray compared to、yes. the normal paper tray. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the, There's so many moving parts. Yeah. Literally. So, <laughs> so it's a, a little. You think, why on earth am I getting myself involved in all this complication for? Something that's well, you know, if, if somebody was doing this every day of the week, they'd just they know the rules and they just get on with it.、Um, I do it because it's easier for me because I've got exactly the the layout that I want, and、um, I can adjust that layout. I can add my own printed notes to the thing, so I can add all the birthdays, all the anniversaries.、Okay. I can add things like. All the UK bank holidays, as well as all the French. I want to be you when I grow up. I love that. I want to be able to add my own stuff too.、Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> so I've got, you know, my diary insert's a weird one, but it's only got the French. It's all in English, but it has the French、uh-huh. and the English bank holidays. You know, it's an oddity,、oh. I know. But it's so it, nice. It, it's fraught with problems, potentially. But there is help out there, you know. Ask me. I've even done stuff so, remotely for people. Saying, <laughs> so right, what would you say to some, someone like me, Steve? That's that's had so much trouble、mm. trying to get this started. How, what what words of encouragement could you give me so that I actually take that test and take the challenge and try it? Don't give up. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Or if 
if if you're trying to print personal size, admittedly that can be problematic. If you're printing on personal size paper, we do inserts yeah. though that print on A4 or letter size paper. Then all you have to do is sit there cutting the things up. Yeah, all you have to do is sit there and cut it and hole punch it and round the corners (laughs) and basically create yourself your own paper stationery shop. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Well, you can actually, if you've got a local office store that will guillotine pages to size afterwards, there's no harm in trying that result as well. That's right, and they may they may also be willing to drill holes if you give them the sizes because they mm. probably have single hole drills for yeah. paper, and if you give them the measurements, they may be able to lay yeah. it out so that you have a six hole personal size punched mm. done on your sheets. We'll put um, lots of links to all these little key I'm bits of information. Um, I'm not convinced, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it a try in October. When October rolls around, I'm going to give this a try, and we will see what happens, and I will let you know. Team team viewer um, session coming up, I can see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as my tips for what I can offer you from the side of fear, um, here's, here's my take on this. I'm still probably going to be using Brenda services only because I have to keep my business moving forward. But my challenge to myself in being part of this planner community is to see how much better I can get using software and using the tools that we have to better understand how to make these tools work for me, not me work for the tools. So one of my challenges is going to be to learn how to do this for me. Yes, Steve. My other tip, my final tip of the day is even if you crack how to do the design bit yourself, there's no harm in farming out the printing to someone else. Right. Yeah. Well, there so you that's, go. So that's that's a sort of that's another good. compromise. If you if you still want to have your own printed things, well, you know, concentrate on the actual design of them, and let yeah. someone else do the printing for you. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Well, where can we find you, Steve? You can find me in the usual places, hiding under the desk, or on filofaxi.com, <laughs> or travelersnotebooktimes.com, or Facebook somewhere, and have for you. Well, you can now find me at Planerology. I'm so excited. We're starting a brand new section of what was formerly known as the Streamlined Life. We're on Facebook at Planerology. And soon we'll have a website up. In the meantime, you can still find me at Karina Tovmasian on Instagram and .com. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please email me, steve, at filofaxi.com with your ideas. Thank you.